Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy, Big Will, and don't forget to chill and welcome back to another episode of the Nost- Curate Nostalgia Podcast, man. And you can follow me at Big Will and Chill on Twitter, and you can follow this podcast at Curate Nostalgia on Twitter. On that Twitter page is more like a meme page where you can just find good clips, gifs, videos, you know, just all jokes and shit, something like but I want to thank you guys for checking in for another episode, man. We're still in launch week, man. And this time I wanted to, you know, get into cinema. You feel me? Get into a movie. And the movie I want to talk about this week is called Scary Movie. <laughs> it dropped in the year 2000. I know we've all seen it. It was directed, not directed, but I think it was like written by Keenan Ivory Wings. You feel me? Keenan Ivory Wayans. You feel me? And look, when I think back on this movie... I don't really, like, I watched it a few times as a child, but honestly, I don't look back too, 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 too fondly about it. Like, it's not some shit I was like that I watched recently or even within the last 10 years. It's like some shit that I watched in the year 2000, maybe up to like 2004 or something when like Scary Movie 2 and 3 came out, you know, you still watch it. But after a certain point, you was like, yo, never watching this shit ever again unless I'm doing a fucking podcast. So... That was my excuse, man. I just saw it on Netflix, and I was like, yo, it's here, bro. Shit came out 20 years ago. Let's see let's see how, let's see how this shit stacks up. But when I was thinking about um, how I felt in the moment, in the moment, I felt like, it, I, like I was very young when this shit came out, so this shit was pretty funny, but it was also like very, very cheese and very cringe. Even in the moment, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Why would they make this movie? You feel me? So I'm wondering, like, how how would it stack up with a, like an adult brain, or like, are there jokes that's in the movie that I didn't catch, or is shit just funny? You feel me? That's all I wanted to check out. So I went and checked out Scary Movie, and I wanted to do a little, I want to curate a little nostalgia for it. And during this podcast, you know, I'm still working on the format. You know, it's launch week. But during this podcast, I usually I usually like to ask questions and like answer it as we go along. You know what I mean? Got a little few categories I'm gonna have week to week. I'm gonna answer the categories, answer the questions, and see how these movies stack up. Or are they good? Are they better? Should we be rewatching these in 2020? You feel me? Like if you missed this in the year 2000, should you like jump in in 2020 and still watch? So that's what I want to find out, man. let's get right into scary movie man look and like i said i wanted to break it up into you know scenes and and categories and whatnot and the first thing i want to talk about is the most memorable scenes so first and foremost there was a scene in the beginning of the movie where um the the first thing that already happened where the girl got murdered by by uh, scream i don't know what the fuck to call him i'm calling scream so the girl already got murdered by scream and they're doing like the the interviews on campus, and they're like, "Yo, oh, we should we should go get interviews so we can go be famous or whatever." And then like, they was like, "No, 
they're not going to interview us. They only want to interview the biggest idiot on the scene. And that reminds me, like, in 2020, that's exactly how that shit goes today. Like, if you know, if you see the media out there, they for sure, for sure going to only interview the dumbest motherfucker out there. So I was like, damn, that shit was still going on back then. I didn't even know, man. So that was real memorable for me. And another memorable scene, I didn't remember this happening the first time I watched the movie. But uh, with Sean Williams' character, Ray, I think his name was, he was in the fucking movie theater in the fucking bathroom. And did he fucking put his ear to the fucking glory hole and the fucking dick shoots through his fucking head? I was like, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Why the fuck is this scene in the fucking movie? What the fuck? But the whole movie as a whole is a whole trip, though. So I don't even know if I can say, like, why would that scene be in it? But the whole shit was just a whole fucking trip. And I got to say, it was like clip after clip after clip. They were going fucking hard in the beginning. And the whole shit, the whole first half of the movie is fucking memorable, honestly. It's just fucking hilarious in the first half of the movie. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, but you know what? Another memorable scene, like, so the character, there's a character called Doofy. His character feels out of place in 2020. Like, this shit would never happen in a movie in 2020. That's some shit that you had to leave back in the fucking 90s slash 2000s. You feel me? Even in the 2010s, that shit wasn't really flying too often, you know? So the Doofy character fell out of place, but he had a scene where, like, the officers were like, yo, yo, Doofy, smell our finger. Smell my finger. He was like, what's that? He said, that's how it feels to be a man. So Doofy was like, yo, smell my finger. That's my ass. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all gotta be real with me, be honest. Y'all know back in middle school days or back in, you know, elementary school days, some people was digging in their ass and telling people to smell their fucking finger. <laughs> That's an immature as a motherfucker, but it happened. Y'all can't sit here and act like it didn't happen, man. That's just a fact, bro. So that was a memorable scene too. It was a real, like a real throwback to fucking immaturity. That's the I think that might have been the scene that made me laugh the most, honestly. And I really want y'all, when y'all listening to these podcasts with me, I really want y'all to go back and watch this shit. And, like, when you see the title, when you see the title, just don't listen to the podcast yet. When you see the title, you go watch this shit, or you go listen to the album first, and then you come back, and then you listen, because then you have the right type of ear for it, you know? You see how I'm putting that shit together, man? I'm putting that shit together like a fucking genius, bro. So yeah, that's what made me laugh the most. And let me tell you what aged the best in this movie. What aged the best for me personally was the jokes actually still lived up. A lot of the jokes still lived up. The shit was still funny. It still had me laughing at parts. And I'm not going to hold you. Thinking back in my memory before watching it, it was like, yo, this shit is about to be the cringiest, unfunniest shit I am ever going to see. But no, the Wayans Brothers pen was all over this shit. And it was directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. I was white. I was right earlier. It was directed by Keenan Ivory. It was written by the Wayans Brothers and some other type of guy, cats too. But the writing still lived up. The shit was fucking hilarious, man, to me. The first half of the movie was hilarious. The second half of the movie, we're gonna get to that later. The second half of the movie, ah, not so hilarious. 
So that's what's aged the best. The jokes still lived up, and they actually are better than you remember. Half of the jokes was better than you remember. But you already know, man. If you're part of, like, you know, I gotta say, this is definitely for, like, a stoner community. If you're in a stoner community, and you were, you know, that's how you get down, or you, like, you know, you might take a few edibles, you watch this shit, you are going to be laughing, bro. If you're not, this shit might still be cringe. I don't know, because, you know, I'm drunk, you know, allegedly, you know, allegedly speaking, I might have, you know, partook in some, you know, ha, ha, ha. Anyway, man. Back to the fucking review. The shit that aged the worst was once again the Doofy character. This shit like, this shit was real, 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 real cringe, man. The, how they did the Doofy character and then, and then how the twist end was, Doofy was just faking it the whole time. Man, that shit aged the worst for me personally. I couldn't get with that shit like. You definitely would not have that character in fucking 2020 at all. And another character you would not have on in 2020 is Miss Man. That's the fucking, like, the, the ladies' gym coach or whatever. And then she she had the meeting with the gym coach, and she, like, opened her legs, and the fucking penis came out. Like, oh. That shit aged the worst. That shit was not humor that you will find anymore. Like, the LGBT army would be all over that shit, bro. So that those are two things for me, but also, um, Ray, the character Ray, played by uh, Sean Williams. His some of his jokes were funny, but some of his jokes was just crossing the fucking line. Like you took it too far. He needed to scale that back a little bit, bring that back, bring that back. But some of this shit was hilarious. I ain't gonna hold you. Like the scene where they're in the fucking car, and like he's like the Sean Williams, he's making out with a. Uh, Regina, Regina Hall, and like the white couples making out. They're like, he's like, oh, the white couples like the white dudes like, yo, oh babe, I like when you play with my ass. Oh babe, oh babe. And she's like, I'm not doing anything. And this fucking Ray playing with his fucking ass, bro. She had me fucking in tears, dude. But some of the gay jokes just didn't play right, man. Anymore, it's just this shit was just cringe, like. Yo. Nah, it's not it, man. So that that's the only thing for me is like some of the jokes were super, 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 super cringe, bro. Also, man, the fucking Matrix fight scene. Let's get into that. So at the climax of the movie, the main character, I forgot what her name was supposed to be, but she's played by uh, Anna Faris. She has a fight scene, a fucking scream. And they're doing, like, the fucking cringiest CGI fight scene of all time. So this is the year 2000. So in the Matrix that had just came out, every movie from, like, the year 1999 to, like, 2007 did a fucking fake Matrix fight scene. And all of them look cringy now in 2020. And this one is no exception. This was the cringiest fight scene I've seen in a long ass time, man. I know it was intentionally supposed to be funny, but even past the joke, it was still like, why? This shit is so out of fucking... It has no place in a horror film at all. Like, what the fuck were you guys going with that? No. But this shit was, you know... I just got to give it to you raw. The raw, real opinion, man, you know? Not everything is going to be fucking glowing, but you feel me? 
other things I didn't just 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 wasn't it just wasn't that funny, you know? It just wasn't that funny. What can I say? What can I say? All right, now the next category I like to talk about is which actor was, you know, was really in they duff duff, who was really, you know, giving it, giving it. You feel me? And for this, I'm going to have to give it to Shannon Elizabeth. That's the character that played Buffy. And look, she was giving it, man. And like, she was like, I don't know, maybe because she was just looking fine. I ain't gonna hold it. She was looking fine. And she had the little comedy, the little comedy uh, added in on it. I was like, okay, she definitely went in the movie right now. She, you know what I mean? I had to go check out, check out her little American Pie scene. If you know, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, I had to go check that out. And I ain't gonna hold you. She, she really. And one of the funniest scenes that she was involved with. And it ain't got nothing to do with her either. That's the funniest part. But the one of the funniest things she was involved with was, with was that beauty pageant. And then, like, I saw, like, they all had different things and, like, different sashes on with, like, different names. Like, she was Miss Fellatio, but then it was a black woman, and she was, like, she was called Miss Thing. She was fine. She had the little braids coming down and shit. But then, if you look down, like, her bikini hat, like, she had her pubic hair braided up. I don't know why that shit had me fucking dying but it did like they didn't even make no comment about her nothing she was just in the background just like fucking bam braided up pubes that shit had me fucking in tears bro but <laughs> moving right the fuck along i think that was the category who had the, the best performance man i gotta give that to shannon elizabeth she was in her fucking bag her death scene i think she had the funniest death scene in the movie where she was like you know y'all know y'all saw the fucking scene but she was like she was acting like yo she was breaking the fourth wall, basically. It was pretty funny, too. All right, my next category I, w- I like to talk about is uh, who had the worst acting or who was overacting the most or who was just, like, the most cringe or, like, what the fuck, man? Can you please get off the fucking scene? Like, what the fuck? And I, you know, I got to give a special shout-out to the boy that played Greg. So that was the first boyfriend of Shannon Elizabeth's character. The dude that played Greg was so fucking cringe, bro. I was like, I'm so glad when he died early in the fucking, he died at the beauty pageant scene. I was like, thank you. I ain't got to see him no more in this movie. Perfect. <laughs> he, he, he was really, he was really earning that cringe award. I got to give it, got to give him the cringe award, man. Especially like the, the during the scene where they were like, uh, about to throw the body into the ocean. Like, dog, are you intentionally trying to fucking throw the film with this fucking terrible actor right now? Like, what the fuck? What's good with you, my guy? Like, <laughs> maybe I'm bugging, man. Maybe I'm fucking bugging. I don't know. But for real, though, like, if y'all still listening, y'all, like, really checking in with me, like, like I hope y'all are. Y'all really get to this part. I just want y'all to know. Please follow me on Twitter at Big Will and Chill. Big Will and Chill. It sounds just spells just like how it sounds, man. Because if you want to really want to interact and we can really like talk about what you want to watch next, what you want to hear, what you want to listen to, anything nostalgia purpose, anything topic purpose, man. Or if you're just like, yo, what the fuck was you talking about? This scary movie shit was whack. Why the fuck you had me go watch this bullshit? Like, go tell me in the motherfucking, uh, on Twitter, man. Let me know, man. Let me know how you fucking feel. Interact with me, man. I'm interact right, right back with you. You feel me? But I think I just talked about, like, what I just talked about? 
Oh yeah, who had the cringiest acting? Yeah, gotta give it to my boy Greg, man. Greg, you you was a cringe artist. I don't even know. I don't know what else he been in or if he was better in other movies. But how was your acting cringier than the dude that played Doofy? How are you more cringier than Doofy? That's why. I, how are you more cringier than the dude that played Doofy? I really want to know how'd you manage to do that, man. <laughs> For real, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotta come on, man. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Doofy was Doofy a close second, but I gotta give it to my boy Greg, man. I gotta give it to him in a major way. That shit was major cringe. Oh yeah, I gotta give another special shout out, you know, to a couple more scenes that was hilarious. You feel me? Actually, just one more scene. It was your girl Carmen Electra back at it again. So I saw her last week in the fucking uh, you know, or two weeks ago in the fucking last dance. You feel me? She still looks like a fine milf at age 50 or whatever. But this is her in her prime prime. She was like, bounce, bounce. She bouncing around looking like a wild kitten, man. I was like, God damn, I wanted to tame that. So I got to give Carmen Electra a shout out. She was in the opening scene. She was the first person that died in the movie. She was in her fucking duff duff, though. Looks wise. Shout out to Carmen Electra, man. But other than that, man... Oh, let's talk about how the how this movie was received critically, you know, when it first came out. So Robert Ebert, Robert Ebert, y'all know him, man. He rated the movie three stars back in the day, back in 2000. And I think it remains the case, man. If I'm doing out of five stars, this movie's a, a complete three stars, man. It started off super hilarious. It started off at a fast pace, but it dropped off at the middle. This movie could have, like, cut 30 minutes of this shit. And it would have probably been a classic. Like, it would have been up there with, like, uh, half-baked, how-high type, just funny type shit. You know, not no real classic classic. It's more like a hood classic, more like a stoner classic type film. You feel me? Or like a teen, teen, teen classic type movie. But nah, it was 30 minutes too long, and it made it extra cringe and, like, too many fart jokes and... Like, why was there so many fart jokes? I don't know if I already went on this rant or not, but if I haven't went on this rant, fuck, too many fart jokes, man. One fart joke a minute was too much. I was OD. But yeah, man, that shit, that's about it, man. I think I, I think I wrap it up right there, man. I, y'all get the gist of it. It was a three-star three movie. It's pretty good, man. Make sure y'all rate this podcast a five-star and I'll see you next time, man. I don't even know what we're going to do next time. What's the topics yet? So if you really want something done, the best thing you can do is hit me up, man. Let me know what you want to listen to. And I'm out. Peace.